welcome to the podcast. I am Melissa Matheson and happy May. It's the first week of May and the first week of May surprises on the podcast. That's right, surprises. It's not the, oh my gosh, my spouse or parents surprised me with a secret birthday party and invited all the most random people into my house and this feels like a nightmare kind of surprise, but more of a, wow, that's cool, that sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun kind of surprise. And if you're not into surprises, well, just try to endure them for the rest of us here in the podcast family who are learning to embrace the new and unexpected things going on in our lives and in our community. My friend Jen is here to help me announce our first surprise for the month of May, so grab your coffee and join us at the table. We're talking about white hair, unemployment, and growing up today on What's Next, God? Hey, what do you think of that coffee? I love this coffee. Yeah. It is so good. Yeah. From the first sip, I knew there was something something different. There was something (laughs) different. Um, It's Brazilian coffee. Mm. Um, Jen, I have a new coffee roaster in my life. I have like a a coffee best friend. Oh my gosh. Like a coffee roasting best friend. The podcast does. I'm so excited about this. And they sent us coffee and um, it's really good. Okay. I have to know all of the details. All the details are coming next week. (sighs) I know it's going to all, it's like this big (laughs) thing we're going to do in May, but you know how sometimes it's hard to make adults when, um, make friends when you're an adult. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So this was kind of one of those things where I was like, you know, you see somebody on the playground you're like, Oh, Hey, you want to be my friend? It's easy for kids and it's not for adults. Mm -hmm. But when I found out about the coffee roasting company, I was like, Hmm. Yes. I was like, I'm going to put my big girl pants on and go, Hey, can we be friends? Because we drink a lot of coffee on the podcast and I want to try your coffee and I like their coffee and I love their coffee. And now I want to introduce my coffee best friend to everybody. Yes. I can't wait. So they're going to come next week. We are going to do like, um, coffee. So they're a coffee roaster in Columbus, Mississippi. Okay. And they are going to come here to where we live in Alabama yes. and they're going to do like a coffee setup for us. They're going to like give us coffee tips and Yay. we're going to do some videos about, you know, just coffee all things coffee. We need them. And then we're going to do a podcast <laughs> with them and we're going to talk about their coffee company because their coffee company is actually very cool. How they okay. got started, their purpose and what they do. Mm-hmm. And they have a surprise for everybody listening. Ooh. So coffee surprises, talking about coffee, drinking coffee. That's what we're going to do next week. I love it. I love surprises. Yeah. Hey, May is going to have like a ton of surprises, which is why you're here Mm. helping me do this podcast. I wonder what these surprises might be. (laughs) So many good surprises. We have great coffee. We have great conversation. We have great friends. Hopefully quarantining is winding down. Please, Lord. (laughs) Just a little bit. Like maybe I know things are slowly opening back up. Mm -hmm. Are you excited about that? I am. I saw that now we're in the better at home phase. Yes. And I'm I'm excited because I'm actually enjoying being at home. Yes. I'm not going to lie. I love it so much. But I am excited to be able to go out and about and gather in groups larger than 10 again. Yeah. Can, I don't think we can, oh, not yet. No, not yet. Soon. But yes, we're looking soon. forward to I'm that. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to church. Yes. I'm looking forward to like cookouts. And, and we still don't know parties. when that might be. I'm really hoping. Are you a cookout, pool party kind of girl? Yes, I am. I love <gasps> being outside. I love... Um, honestly, summer used to not even be my favorite season, but summer is my favorite season of the year. Um, 
ever since living in Alabama, I would say, because Ooh. there's all the adventures <laughs> to be had. I mean, yes. it's hot. Yes. Alabama summers are no joke. It's really so hot. Like, yes. I have not felt the sweltering heat like <laughs> this anywhere else. I remember the first day I got here, I was like crying because it was so hot and I was thinking <laughs> what have I gotten myself into is it always going to be this way of course it was in August of 2014 so it was you know yes. right in the thick of the summer oh, yes. heat of Alabama but it's I love the Alabama summers I love the uh outdoors yeah um I feel like in summertime because I don't usually work during the summer because I'm a teacher <laughs> yes um there's just a lot of adventuring all day. You just go out and you're either swimming or you're in a creek or you're yeah. hiking somewhere. And then you just transition to the nighttime. You're grilling with your friends. And it's just all like a the fun classic, things. fun summer the whole entire time. So you've actually, okay, this is actually really great kind of about if there was a good thing mm-hmm. for you as a teacher yes. about quarantining and uh-huh. sheltering in place is that you've kind of... Um, you know, it's sort of like taking a vacation when you come home from vacation, Mm -hmm. it's sort of like you've been a teacher and then you kind of had this little break, this Sabbath and now summer's here. And now it's like, you can fully engage in summer because you are completely relaxed from school being over. Yes. Instead of like going from school and jumping into summer and going, wait, I just need to kind of rest for a minute Mm -hmm. and before I can get into summer, but you've had that like decompression and you are ready to just just jump jump in. in. And I'm sure by the time we get to go back to school, I mean, I already miss it and yeah. I miss the kids so much, but I'm really going to be missing it by yeah. the time that August and September rolls around. Yeah. So it's going to be, I'm, I just know I'm going to be full of ideas and excitement for my job. And honestly, um, I am looking for a little bit of online teaching that would be really uh, so good for you. I'm looking for an online teaching outlet right now. So. Okay. So if anybody listening yeah. knows of a really great online teaching outlet, you don't have a bachelor's degree Not though. Not quite yet. yet Not but, yet. Still working on it. Um, tons of experience. So if it's anything that requires yes. experience and a walking musical theater play person, <laughs> <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> yes. All right. Anybody knows anything like that, yes. give Jen all the details yes. she needs to know. <laughs> So would you do stuff like that in the summer too, maybe to yeah, kind of keep you a little busy? a little bit part-time. Yeah. I still want to be able to, you know, yeah. I don't know what travel is going to look like this summer, but I would love to be know. able to just make my way down to Destin when, whenever I want. That would be great. <laughs> so something flexible. Oh, those carefree <laughs> single days, just no kids, yep. no husband, nope. just... just Letting wow. away wherever Where my heart leads me. Wherever the wind <laughs> takes you, you're just going to go. Oh, oh that was it. They, in that song, those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What's your, you, do you have a, like a summer music playlist that you do? Oh, that is a great <gasps> question. You need a 2020 I do. summer music playlist and then you have to share it with everybody. Okay. This is actually right up my alley. I think on the podcast I've mentioned me and my dad yes. and the music thing, but growing up, he always made me playlists. 
for um, any occasion. I remember we when Which I was is in, so great. It is so great. Tapes. He made me mixtapes, <laughs> and that's actually like one of my desires. One day, I hope like when I meet a guy um, that I like, he'll make me like an iTunes playlist. All right, whoever you are, I hope you're <laughs> listening. You are, make me a playlist. Um, the so way to Jen's heart. I remember specifically, like in the fourth grade, we had like at a school honors roll party for like the kids that made good grades Mm -hmm. and parents were supposed to help out with the party and my dad made like mixtape upon mixtape of like (laughs) summer music and so it was like beach boys and all this stuff and before the whole event happened I remember getting so hyped up I was like oh my dad's making the best playlist for this (laughs) and of course none of the kids there really cared about the beach boys or the playlist he had made but I was like beaming with pride like my dad knows good music and we're gonna have the best time listening to this so honestly i should probably just ask my dad to make me my 2020 (laughs) summer playlist like and then share it with all your friends yes because yes yes you need to do that okay that's really good because you've actually have been doing a lot of creative things lately i have what have you been getting into anything and everything um i'm trying to think because there's been so many random spurts of um energy and creativity. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I actually, disclaimer before I say any of the creative things I have been doing, I have this knack for starting projects and never finishing them. Oh, yes. Um, I'm actually notorious for it. My mom, um, my mom (laughs) knows me for that because I'll have a sudden motivation to clean the whole house and then get everything out and then not have the energy to put Put it it back. (laughs) Yeah, no, I get that. So, um, but creative stuff I've been working on. I've been painting a lot. Um, I've been working on instruments, playing instruments a lot. Oh, that's right. You learning to play the ukulele. Yes. Okay. So Have you mastered it. I haven't mastered it, but I could play a full song in one key. Ooh. So, and I learned that in one day. What song? Um, well, let's see. I learned how to play, um, what is it? Elvis, um, I can't help falling in love with you. Oh, so yeah, I could do, I can do that one. And one unfortunate thing was I was learning everything, um, incorrectly because I, I think I even might've posted about this you on my Instagram. You used pick instead of your yeah, fingers. Yeah, I used to pick instead of my yeah. fingers and one of my strings isn't, um, there's something wrong with the intonation of it. So it's slightly out of tune, even when it's supposed to be in tune. Um, but I've, found a way to rig it to where it kind of works. Okay. So I learned all of the chords wrong because I played by ear and I was thinking these chord charts, the way the finger positions are wrong because this is not playing a C or like correctly. So by ear, I started to figure out how to play it what I thought was correctly, but, but it was incorrect. It was incorrect because my ukulele was messed up. So honestly, I probably need to just get a new ukulele. But it served its purpose for yeah. entertaining me for for the you time. You play being. by ear. Yes, that's cool. So I think it's um, I'm disciplining myself to like know music theory and all of that, but I can also hear stuff by ear really well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Very cool. So yeah. So music, arts, you redid your whole house, mm-hmm. reorganized, moved furniture around. Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> like in the first two weeks of the quarantine, I started like rearranging my apartment. I got everything to where I like wanted it to be. And then last week I was cleaning my room and I just had a sudden spark of inspiration. And I thought, you know what? 
I think I'm gonna rearrange every single furniture piece. So I start rearranging everything and I get it into its new spot and I'm like, well, okay, actually the one thing that threw it off was the cat tower. <laughs> Lucy has two cat towers in the apartment and one of the cat towers, the one that goes in my room, it just did not work out with the new rearranging. So little me, I had just, I had manhandled everything into its new spot and, and I just had back. to move it all back. Yeah. I was like, ah, this isn't going to work. Yeah. I'm kind of that way with my living room right now. So if anybody's watching on yes. the YouTube channel and you're watching the video of this, mm -hmm. it, the video looks a little different the last couple of times because we've been trying to play around because we move the furniture around in yes. here, but it's not working for me. And I think we're going to have to move it back. Yeah. But but I like it. We're, it's just different. We just kind of flopped some stuff around and which is fine when it's just all of us at home. But when yeah. we try to do podcasts and record all the video, all of a sudden looks different. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm so used to seeing it one way or and being in one different. way. And now it's all different. And yeah. anyhow, it's fine for now. But yeah. we are going to, I think, have to move it back to the way it which was. Which will be a fun thing to do. Which will be fine. But in the meantime, with my kids being home so much, they yeah. kind of like the change with the couch on a different wall. Yeah. And, you know, they're seeing different parts of the room that they didn't see before. So. And sometimes it's fun just to mix everything yes. up and change everything up. And well, we did. We changed. I wanted to give one of them a paintbrush and say, hey, if you want something to do, well, let's just paint <laughs> the living room a new color. But that's no. fun. I'd have to oversee that. I used to paint. I used to paint walls in my house all the time. Really? Oh, yes. Like that's the equivalent of like cutting your hair. Like when you need a yeah. change, they say girls, you know, tend to cut their hair. Yes. So it's cut your hair, rearrange furniture. Or for me, it was paint a wall. I yes. always keep like random <laughs> half gallons of this color or that color. And I used to just paint a wall all the time. I love that. That's yeah. very therapeutic. I've been rearranging two different things in my apartment. And it's, and one is this like gallery wall of art that mm -hmm. I've put in these white frames. And I even got a few more extra big frames because I've gotten some large watercolor paper I've been painting on. And so it was exciting because I was like, well, now I get to rearrange the gallery wall. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like, have new art. Yeah, anytime I'm bored, I'm like, well, might as well rearrange the gallery wall. Yeah. Or there's this um, wicker shelf that I inherited from my parents. <laughs> yes. And you're moving everything and around. I'm moving on it. everything around every day. Like... It's because, um, also it's by the window and my cat likes to try to get up on it Yeah, and I try to like rearrange things too. So she can't get on it. Yes. <laughs> Cause I'd rather her sit on her tower or in the window than on, on my shelf. inherited. Yeah. Um, and possibly knock things down. Exactly. So I might have to friendly. see if I have something around here before you leave today. Yeah. Let's do a little walkthrough. And if I've got some things, I'll pull some stuff out. And yes. you may need to just um, inherit something from my yes. house for your I would love for some shelves. <laughs> Let's do that. We'll do that. Hey, so um, can we talk about some news we've got? I'd love to talk for about the month some of news. May. So we've had a little time on our hands. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and Jen, um, my creative... A sparkly friend. I don't know how else to describe sparkly. you. Sparkly. I love Is that sparkly one. a good way to describe you? <laughs> yes. Um, you are working on a little project. Yes. The best project of them all. I am so excited about this. <laughs> so everyone knows that our friend Holly mm -hmm. has started a mini series. Yes. A Breath of Fresh Holly. That's on Fridays right now. Yes. Go Holly, go. Go Holly, go. And they're fun little snippets of just Holly being Holly. Because nobody else can be Holly like no. Holly. 
Definitely just like not. nobody can be Jen like Jen. Yay. <laughs> and in May, tell me about this idea that you had. So in May, I'm going to start a podcast of my own. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so good. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So it's all about, well, should we tell them what it's going to yes. be all about? It's all tell about. Them, wait, tell them the name first. Okay. It Here's is. Here's the name. Ready? Drum roll, please. Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the best name it. ever. So Jen's Guide to Being Grown-Up because you are growing up. I'm a, grow- I'm a grown-up. And um, honestly, I don't know when this grown-up thing happened because I still feel like I'm 18 on the yeah. inside. <laughs> yeah. But it's all about um, my 20s and, you know, going through ministry school, college, um, all of the random things, paying bills, like making life decisions, yes, relationships, friendships, everything in between, all of, all it. of it. And, um, you know, I don't think anybody does it right. And every time I'm learning something new, I'm like, I wish there was somebody who would just like make a video like this is how you pay taxes and this is how you decide yes. what you're going to do with your life. And this is how you follow the voice of God. Yes. And so... I will be making that guide. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know if you should take my advice, but um, yeah. it's going to be fun. You're going to tell everybody how you've done it how and done here's it. what's happened for you. Exactly. And if you want to try it, go for it. <laughs> but if you got a different plan, oh yeah. Help us out. Oh yeah. Let everybody I've kind know. Of, I've kind of stumbled through this thing, but I mean, I don't think anybody really there's not like a right way to actually do it. Yeah. But I've um I'm a grown-up now. I'm Coming to the end of my 20s in a couple of years, and mm. we're just ending this thing with a bang. So Yes, you are. What, what better time to start a podcast than I right now? I am so excited Yay. about this. It is going to be so great. The things you're talking about. Now, who is the audience for this? Who's going to be listening to this? Because, you know, mm-hmm. What's Next God podcast has has an audience of different types of people. Holly has a whole different tribe of people Mm -hmm. that are going to be listening to what she does. Who's going to be listening to, who are you talking to? Yeah, that's a great question. I feel like, um, it's probably going to be young adults, anybody, um, in their late teens and then in their twenties. Yeah. I could even see some, People, some friends in their 30s fondly reminiscing. Who feel like 25. <laughs> like me, yes. I'm going to be listening. Yes. And I'm not in my 30s either. And so I guess there's a little something in it for everybody. Yeah. But most of the advice is going to be driven towards um, young adults trying to figure this thing out too. But yeah. I'm sure I have enough uh, <laughs> and enough funny moments to share in it that would appeal to anyone of all yeah, ages. Yeah, that was going to be my next thing. Is it like a funny? Is it serious? Mm. What's yes. it gonna? What's going to be the feel yeah, for it? What I, can we expect? I feel like my approach to most things is um, I have a lot of heart behind everything that I do and a lot of passion behind everything that I do, but my approach is very lighthearted. So we're going to be tackling, you know, um, lots of topics like following the voice of God and making choices and trusting the Lord and, you know, all of these big things, but in a fun, attainable way um, that will make you, you know, laugh, maybe cry. (laughs) (laughs) 
and maybe go, I'm glad I'm not the only one who thinks that. Yes. Yeah. When I hear podcasts or conversations or things like that and people are talking Mm -hmm. and they say something, it's like, I am so glad they said that because I thought I was the only person that felt that way or thought that way or didn't know that. Mm -hmm. And it so helps me to know, okay, there's somebody (laughs) else doing the same thing or just went through this thing. That's why to me, I love doing this podcast about navigating life transition because Mm -hmm. everybody fits in three categories. You are either in the middle of a transition. You just came out of one or you're about to go through (laughs) one and you might not even know it, but you're about to go through one because we live, we just kind of live in transition. transition. And so it's nice to know, you know it that people go through 20s you know that people are trying to be grown-ups but like when somebody actually starts talking about it it just helps you yeah it just helps you and i i honestly feel like anybody that's in this young adult bracket is we're all just kind of pretending like we know what we're doing while constantly calling parents or parent figures in our lives like yeah what in the world am i supposed to do about this bill or (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i'm supposed to move to this place like how what am i gonna do you know so that's We're, so funny because I still feel that way <laughs> sometimes. So I hope um, you can teach me how to figure it out yeah. and not have to be uh, 40 when you, yeah. yeah, I need to. And I, I wonder if anybody really ever does get there. Do we ever or figure it I out? I just feel like we're just these 18 year olds just. Just trying to figure just, it out. Yeah. Just doing it. Just going for it. Yeah. yeah. I can't even imagine like bringing kids into the equation like. Oh, wow. Oh, that's, that's another podcast yeah. for another day, long yes. in the future, I guess. <laughs> and a husband. Yeah. And, or a spouse. Yeah. Yeah. Insurance. So, oh, wow. Don't even get oh, me started on insurance. Phone bills. <laughs> that'll, that'll have, there'll have to be a property taxes. Yeah. There's going to have to be an episode about insurance because me figuring that out was so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm unemployment right unemployment. now. How I was on the phone with my mom today. I was like, what, what do I do? What, what form should I turn in? Yeah. How and when? And your mom's probably Googling. Cause yeah, she my doesn't mom's like, answer. I don't know. I don't live in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Molly will do that with me. She'll ask me something. And if I don't know, I'm just like kind of Googling it. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, you need to go down to the courthouse <laughs> and go to the County clerk. Yeah. Uh, it's on the second floor. And I'm yeah. basically just, you know, I Googled. You just Googled the whole the thing. Answer. Yeah. I know. And like every time I have to go into some new office building to handle some adult matter, I'm like calling my mom. I'm like, mom, what if, what is this? And she's like, Jen, you'll get less insecure about it every time you do it. Just go. Yes. Act like you know what you're doing and just give them the information it's they need so from you. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. You just got to just go and just do it. You do. You just got to jump off the diving board. Just yes. go for it. Yeah. You might make a big splash. Mm-hmm. You might look silly doing it, but you just got to do it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, I am super excited about this podcast. Me too. It's going to be so great. Yes. So if you're going to be talking about this, can we talk a little bit about you for a minute? Oh, yes. Because when you talk, you're going to be talking about your own life experiences mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. And um, just for people to maybe kind of get to know a little bit more about you. Because you've okay. been on the podcast a few times and we've talked about a lot of like, we've talked about a lot of different things. Yeah, we have. A lot of current stuff. But let's give people, because I think we've been calling you Gen Z a yes. whole lot. Not so, to be confused with. 
Generation Z. Exactly. Because <laughs> I did that one time. I was like, oh, Gen Z. Yeah. No, you're not Gen Z. You are Jennifer. Jennifer Marie Zetrauer. Jennifer Marie Zetrauer. Were you named after anybody? Oh, yeah. That's a really good question. So um, my first name, um, Jennifer, I got that name because it sounds good with my brother's name, which is Christopher. <laughs> so... <laughs> So my dad's name is Christopher, and so my brother was like a junior, you know, Christopher. And then I got Jennifer because that goes good with Christopher. Yeah, Christopher and Jennifer. But I love the name Jennifer because it means fair one. Which is so you. It is because I people don't know you. (laughs) I have fair skin. I have fair hair. Yes. I am a delicate person. Hey, when I first (laughs) met you, how long ago was that? That was probably, yeah, 2014, six years ago. Okay, so six years ago. You actually had really long white hair. Yeah, We haven't talked about white hair. We haven't. You wore white hair for before. Like three years. Three years before white hair was popular. It was. You were the white hair girl, and I thought it was your hair. Yeah. I did not realize that your hair was not white. Yeah. I got a lot of hate about it because it wasn't a trend yet whenever I (gasps) started wearing it. But I remember I used to, at that point, I kept up with a lot of like British fashion bloggers Mm -hmm. and they were doing it. And I was like, I, uh, me and my friend were just dreaming about it one summer, the summer before I moved here. And I was like, I want to have white hair. And we were talking to some like stylists from the salon at that point and nobody would do it because really? it was like, yeah, they're just, it was weird then it was weird. And like, they thought it was unhealthy because okay. you, you shouldn't like just bleach your hair. It's like a prog progress. That's very slow. A process that's really slow to go from whatever hair color to white. Yeah. So what did we do? We watched some YouTube videos. We went to Sally's, we got the supplies and bleached our hair. <laughs> did you do that yourself? <laughs> yes. Did and you do the maintenance on it yourself too? Yes. Well, my friend Haley helped me out every like couple of months. She do my roots. Jen, I didn't know that. Yeah. I never <gasps> went to the salon once. <laughs> it was the most perfect white hair Thank ever. You. Like it was kind of a joke. Like people really thought it was your hair, and like people would make up yeah. stories. Like yeah, uh, Pastor Brian <laughs> used to go. Yeah, she was born that way. Her She's hair was born just that white. Way. He used to tell people that. <laughs> yeah, her hair's just always been yeah. white. Yeah. In my, my first, we used to do. Um, like assessments in the school of ministry where you just checked in with teachers like a progress point to see how you're doing and my first one um it was jason adair and he was like (laughs) what happened to your hair (laughs) so we spent my whole assessment and i explained the process of yeah how to bleach it and how to use purple shampoo to get you that ashy tone And it was like this long, beautiful white hair and you had your blue eyes. And that's what I remember first about you. And then when it wasn't white anymore and I realized that 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 wasn't your real hair, I was like, oh, this whole time I thought it was her her hair. Well, and honestly, like the whole process of um, getting rid of the white hair and going too slowly to my natural. Yeah, it was like... I don't even know what I was thinking. I was like, I want to have dark hair and I want it short. So um, I got my hair dyed brown and it was short and I looked like Snow White because my blue eyes, my white skin and the dark, dark yes, hair. I remember I, that. I remember the day I like stepped out of the salon. I was like, whoa, what have I done? Yeah. And um, because you're young, you were 24. Yeah, I was probably 24. 24. Yeah. So I cut it all off and I loved, I was glad that I did, but like, um, 
then slowly I started going towards my natural hair color. And then I, here's the big part. I got bangs. And <laughs> ever since I got bangs, I have felt a return to eight-year-old Jen. Like, <laughs> I've slowly just been becoming her again. I, yeah. I wear way less makeup now than I used to wear. And the mm. natural hair plus the bangs makes me feel like my truest yeah. form. The but, rainbow sweaters. Yes. yes the just, colors. Yeah. I just, I'm living my best uh, eight-year-old <laughs> life. And I feel like I probably will when the salons open back up. I'll probably get some highlights and go towards white again, but I like feeling like I'm my most natural self. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. And it's perfect for summer too. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about your middle name, Marie. Where does that come from? Yes. Okay. So the name Marie was passed down for several generations. So my great grandma on my mom's side, her name was Marie. And then she named my grandma Ellen Marie. And then my mom became Tanya Marie. Okay. And now it's me, Jennifer Marie. And um, it's so cute. My mom had a nickname, Tanya Mac. So I don't know if like Mac is a shortened version of Marie. Of Marie. But I thought that was so cute. But I've never been a Mac. Did you ever have a nickname? Oh, yes. Okay. I have had tons of nicknames. And I can even tell you about them and why I've loved or hated (laughs) some of them. What's been your favorite nickname? Okay, my favorite nickname has been Jin Jin. Really? Yeah. And who started Jin Jin? Okay, my cousin Lauren, whenever she was like a toddler and I was like five maybe, she uh, called me Jin Jin and it kind of stuck. Yeah. So um, then everybody called me Jin Jin as one of those cute yeah. little kid names. And I just loved that because it was cute. And now I think it's cute because I want my niece to call me Jin Jin. Yeah. Or Aunt Jen or Aunt Jin Jin, something cute like and that. And we have to say it is Jen with two N's. Two N's. J-E-N-N. Yes. I got a text a couple of weeks ago from somebody that was asking me what's the right way to spell it. And yeah. I didn't realize how much it bothered me when it was spelled with one N. Until I got that text. It's like, oh. I hate when people call me Jen with one N. Makes me feel like I'm not known. But here's what's funny is my whole life I've actually been known as Jennifer, like at school growing up. Oh, really? Yeah, everybody called me Jennifer, and it's just my close friends and family who called me Jen. Um, And whenever I moved here, I don't even think I made the conscious decision to introduce myself as Jen, but when people are like, hey, you know, what is your name? Yeah. Like, I'm Jen. And it's like now now that I'm like entering into the professional world with teaching, I I have like all of my coworkers call me Jennifer because to me, my professional name is Jennifer. But then everybody that I'm friends with calls me Jen. So I don't really know. (laughs) So Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up is for friends. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So if you are listening to the podcast Mm -hmm. for Jen, Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up, you're Jen's friend because you get to call her Jen. Yeah, you get to call me my closest personal name. One name that I have not always liked but kind of stuck at my um, the church that I went to before I moved here was a name that my mom called me when when I was a kid, but I didn't like it very much. It's Jay Z. (laughs) <laughs> and I just don't like it because those are my initials. But one, there's already a rapper with that name. Yes. And two, it just makes me feel like a tomboy. You okay. know, like when girls yes. want to be a tomboy, so they shorten their name to yeah. like their LC initials. Or, yeah. yeah. Or CJ or something. Yeah. I, li- I did not like being Jay-Z because it made me feel like I was 
in a perpetual cycle of being a kid for the rest of my life. Yes, I Even though, you. see, I'm wanting to like return to my roots of being an eight-year-old. Don't want to be called Jay-Z, though. You don't want to be Jay-Z. No. Or JMZ. Jams, JMZ. Jams. Yeah. I always tried to find fun things to do with the middle yeah. initial as a kid. It just didn't work just out. Just didn't work. But, um. Well, it makes sense that you would be an M for Marie because yeah. we're the M's. The M's. And we drink out of M mugs all yes. the time. And now I like, oh, all those times yeah. I gave her an M mug when she was here it made it's sense my middle because name. she's a Marie because I didn't know that was your name. I had a friend uh, in elementary school growing up. She was like one of six. Well, I think there was like eight kids in the family. There were six girls. Yeah. All the girls had the middle name Marie. They were Whoa. all Marie. That's so like awesome. Like Cynthia Marie, Sherry Marie, Kimberly yeah. Marie. They were all Marie's. Yeah. They all had the same middle That's name. That's so interesting. And I love that middle name so much. Um, and I want to keep passing it down. I was about to ask. But here's my one thing is the name Marie actually means bitter. So do I mm. want to name my child a name that means something I would never want my child to be? But what if you have um what if you have flipped the script on that? Maybe I have. What if you have redefined the meaning of the name Marie? That's really like what good. if you've taken it back? Like I think we might have to because we've just taken it back. I think it's such a cute name and I love that it's been passed for so many generations. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna have to give it a new meaning. Yes. <laughs> it, it's no longer it's bitter. no longer bitter. Yeah. Nope. I love that. Now what about I do want to say my last name. Yes, please tell us and explain your last name. <laughs> So upon looking at my last name, you might think it could be pronounced so many different ways. Yeah. That's why we um, just say Gen Z. Yeah. It's or Miss Z at school. It's easier. Yeah. All yeah. my students call me Miss Z. But um, the correct way to say my last name is Zetrauer. Emphasis on the Z. Shoo! I've been saying it right the whole time. <laughs> Yay! Now, a lot of people around here do call me Jen's a trower with the emphasis on our, uh-huh. and I will accept that. That's close enough, okay. but it's technically pronounced Zetrauer. Yep. So it makes, it sounds best when you say my full name, Jennifer Zetrauer, because yes. it's, it goes in cadence with my name. Yes. But Jen Zetrauer is really what my name is. Is really your name is. Yeah. And so where's that <laughs> from? Like what? It is a German name. German name. So... Who's yeah. German? Your mom, your dad, uh, my dad, dad's my grandmother, dad's grandfather, stepfather uh, okay. adopted him, and okay. he got the last name from there. Yeah. So Zetrauer. Now, where are you from originally? I'm originally from Gainesville, Georgia. Okay. So or, or Oakwood, Georgia. They're where is that around? Cities. What part of Georgia? That is in northeast Georgia. Okay. It's kind of an hour north of Atlanta. Okay. So, um, it was, and you grew up there. That's, I grew up there for okay. my whole life. Um, we lived in this pretty much the same house growing up the whole time. And then my parents just recently moved. Mm -hmm. So, but grew up in the same city, um, went to the same school forever. You know, I loved where I grew up. It was like rural enough to feel like you knew everybody, Mm -hmm. but um, close enough to the city that you could go and do fun stuff all the time. Yeah. Now, how much older is your brother? He is three and a half years old. Okay. So y'all were pretty close growing Mm -hmm. up in age. We were. So our, and that was it, just the one brother? Mm-hmm, just okay. the one. And so I'm going to guess you're probably a lot like your dad because you talk about your dad's love for mm-hmm. music and yours yeah. and, you know, how he mails you albums still. Yeah. Is that who you take after the most, your I, mom or your dad? I think 
Um, I would say growing up, I took a lot from my dad with the music and I feel like he's like very soft and tender hearted towards mm-hmm. like the things of the Lord. And so I feel like a lot of my core values for, um, you know, the Bible and mm-hmm. music and some of those things that really, um, I feel like our characteristic of me, I have gotten from my dad, but my mom is really strong willed. And <laughs> I would say she's just very powerful and uh, has like a great sense of humor and outlook on life. So I feel like any of those kind of characteristics I have, I have been blessed with by her. my mother. So you grew yeah. up going to church? Yes. Okay. What denomination? So we grew up. Um, for the first few years of our lives in a spirit-filled church. And mm-hmm. then I would often, you know, want to do what my friends were doing. So I went to Baptist church with my friends for mm-hmm. years. Yeah. And I, I would grew up say, Baptist. yes, mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for my Baptist upbringing. I, me too. It's me like, too. I know so much scripture, all the yes. Awanas. Awanas, <laughs> yes. And Bible drills. And Bible and- drills and VBS. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. For VBS. Yes. Yeah. So um, all of that came from my my Baptist uh, my Baptist roots, and then when I was a a junior or a senior in high school, I started going to youth group at a spirit filled church mm-hmm. where I discovered you know that whole world of church and. Yeah. It sent me on a really fun journey ever since. <laughs> yeah. Finished high school. Did you ever go to college? Yeah. Where did so, you go? Right out of high school, I went into college at um, a college that was in my hometown. It started off as a community college. It was Gainesville Community College, then became Gainesville State College. And then um, in the middle of my schooling there, it be- it became a university. Okay. So I was getting a university education at a community college Mm -hmm. prize, praise God. Um, And it became University of North Georgia. And what were you studying? I was studying psychology. So it was kind of one of those things of like when I was in high school, um, especially like discovering so much of the Lord in my senior year and like getting tons of words about what I'm called to in ministry. Mm-hmm. I had like this tug of war in my heart of like, I really want to do ministry, but I really want to make money. And so, <laughs> yes. And amen. And so, yes. and I, nobody in my, my family had finished hey, that's college. that's something to talk about on your podcast. Oh yeah. That one would that's be a gonna really be good, good one. Because sometimes we think we say yes to God, uh-huh. then we have to be poor. Exactly. And that is not the case. Do you know that is not the case? Yeah, it's really not. Yeah. That would be a good one. Yeah. So um, let's see. So college. Yeah. So when I was trying to pick my major, I wanted to pick something that I thought would make, you know, some money. This is the thing. Like, this would be another huge thing to talk about on the podcast. When you're an 18-year-old <laughs> and you're looking at that list of like, if you do this job, you will make this much money. To an 18-year-old, $100 is a lot, you know? Yes. So seeing like like a list of careers and like this one makes 20000 this one makes 80000 this one makes 200000 a year, you're not like thinking through what picking that major is going to mean for your financial yes. future. Well, at least I, I had no idea. But I wanted to um, be a therapist or like a counselor because I thought mm. that way I could be doing ministry and... Yeah, helping people. Helping people. Because that's your Enneagram too. 
yes. coming out. Before I even knew anything Before about it. Before we even knew about it. <laughs> it was inside of you. Yes. So I, um, I was studying psychology and three and a half years into it, um, I was super close to getting my degree when all of a sudden I felt randomly from the Lord <laughs> to put college on pause and go to the Ramp School of Ministry. So in Hamilton, Alabama. Yeah. And that was wild for me because anyone who knows me now knows I'm very go with the flow. I'm just following the river of God, mm-hmm. like just doing whatever. But at that point in my life, I was I had like a very structured plan of like this is what I want my yes. life to look like. So yeah. to just randomly step out and move and put college on pause was huge. It was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad I did because I'm glad you did. Yeah. And then I got to meet you yes. and then you finished school and just stayed in the area mm-hmm. and now teaching. Uh-huh. Is teaching your dream job? Gosh, that is such a... I know you love it. Yeah. It but is, is like... is this what you want to do? You know, I could answer the que- this question by saying this. Whenever I was filling out my resume for the job, I was looking at everything I've ever done up until this point thinking, wow, it is as though I was being prepped for this job with everything that I've ever done (laughs) since graduating (laughs) high school. So I love teaching and I feel like I am anointed to teach. Um, I don't know if it's going to be my forever, ever, ever career job, mm-hmm. but it is something I really love to do. Yeah. So I hope that in every season of my life, there's some element of working with children and teaching any age. Yeah. Because, but it does it have to be music or could oh, it be does, anything? It could be anything. Honestly, when I was in um, high school, I wanted to be a drama teacher. Or I uh, wanted you'd to be, be so good at that, which too. is it's kind of what I do kind of with the program. We yes, do music, it's kind of the arts. Yeah, we do music mm-hmm. during school, plays afterwards. But I wanted to be like a high school drama teacher, <laughs> and I also wanted to be a um, an English teacher, like language arts teacher, mm-hmm. because I loved literature so much. That's one reason why I was in college for so long without getting my degree, was because I kept <laughs> taking extra English classes for fun. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Um, I don't regret my one bit of it. My <laughs> favorite teacher in school was my English teacher. Really? Yeah, there's just something special about an English yeah. teacher. Well, I think it like just... Or my English teacher. She yeah. was amazing. Something just goes along um, with my personality in English because our classes were always structured to discuss and dissect, you yes. know, uh, literature because and I love that. English has standards. Mm-hmm. It has rules and rhythm to it. It does. It has it has a structure. Yeah, it's organized. Yes, you know, and even though it's complicated sometimes, uh, I like the discipline of it. Me too. So, and honestly, I loved college so much. Mm-hmm. Like thinking about going back to college, I'm probably going to need to do it online. But I w- I wish I could just go back to college and be like a professional student. Yeah. I love school. I love it's probably my wing one coming out too. Do you love school supplies? <laughs> I love school supplies. That is Maya Cole's favorite thing. Yes. So when we go to school, she'll be so she's finishing up 10th grade. Yeah. But like still school supply shopping mm-hmm. is her favorite. There's nothing like it. New yeah. pens, new notebooks. Get your little pencil box. <laughs> yep. Sharpen all your pencils. 
pencils, yes. get everything, all your colors lined you ready up, to... all your folders with all your little labels. Yes. Which is oh, like yeah. being a teacher means that I get to do that forever. Yes. Like every week it's like, oh, pretty lesson plans and <laughs> cute supplies for the kids to use and little manipulatives for them to learn these things yes. with. <laughs> yes. I think I'll crochet a Kleenex box cover yes. because I have to have Kleenex in my classroom <laughs> and I need. Might as well be cute. I may as well be cute. And if they don't make something like that, I'll just make it up. Exactly. Yeah. I found myself making so many random things yes. that I just created for my classroom. And yeah, it's really fulfilling. Yeah. So. Well, you are actually very good at what you do. Thank you. Actually, everything that you do. It's, and I think the reason you're so great at it is because you genuinely love it. Yes. And so, and you just go for it. Pour my heart in it. So one of my favorite things about you, Jen, is that you have this, I'm trying to think of the right word for it because I don't want it to come out wrong, but you have this confidence Mm -hmm. about who you are and you love, like you love yourself. You you not only yeah. love yourself, like you like yourself. Yes. Like, so I remember <laughs> your roommate Emily <laughs> talking about how um, you don't have to ask for a compliment, but mm-hmm. you just you say, "Hey, I look cute in this dress, don't I?" Yeah. It's like you know you look cute <laughs> in it, and so you ask the question yeah. not because you need somebody to tell you you look cute. It's like you want them to know. Hey, I know. I look cute. <laughs> and I know I look cute. Don't you think I look cute yeah. in this dress? Yeah. So tell me, how how did you get that way? That is such a good question because for most of my life, um, like most of my my adolescence, middle school and high school years, I dealt with a ton of self-hatred. Um, I oh, had okay. I had really like crazy teeth before braces. I didn't get braces until high school. And so um, I just never even went to look in the mirror because mm. even just smiling, I would cover up my mouth with my hand because I never wanted anyone to see my teeth. So, and before my mom started letting me wear makeup, which was like, late into high school. (laughs) (laughs) I had super fair skin and I turned red really easily. So I was constantly blushing. Mm. I, my hair, this was before dry shampoo and knowing how to style it was so, you know, unmanageable and greasy and just like, I don't know if kids go through it now, but like those awkward days of middle school and high school before Instagram existed. Yes. Um, I just, you know, did not feel cute. And um, I just dealt with a lot of self-hatred. And whenever I started to pursue the Lord my senior year of high school, it's like he just started to show me that I am a daughter of God and mm-hmm. I am awesome. And it's like all of those things that I had always wondered, like, am I great? It's like the Lord said, yes, you are. Yes. Am I beautiful? Yes. Like, and what helped was I was also in musical theater and I love, you know, the spotlight and being on stage and just having a, you know, a spotlight moment. And so (laughs) partnered with musical theater plus the Lord and Mm. his transforming power, like my senior year and up, I was just like, I know I'm great. And it's, it's just... I've that revelation has increased more and more mm-hmm. with every passing year. And I think I just got tired of like wondering if people were okay with me being how I am. And I was just like, you know what? 
I really do think I'm pretty. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna look in, my, in the mirror and be like, whoa, I, I look great today. Or, and so, I mean, I've offended people. I've offended my friends when we've been shopping or something and I'll pick up something like, oh, that's not cute. And I'm like, mm, I don't really need your opinion. I'm gonna get this because I think it's great. <laughs> like people aren't used to that kind of confidence. But for me, I never want to come off as like, arrogance but truly i just feel like secure secure because i know that god loves me and i'm his daughter and you know i think it is one of the highest honors that we can give the lord when we can honor ourselves yes his creation because we Mm -hmm. are made in his image that's right and when we can so value who we are and Mm -hmm. the things about us that God made. Yes. I think it honors God and pleases him. Yeah. That we can see ourselves the way he sees us. Yes. And of you know course, I, mean? I totally get that. I think there's always room for stewardship and improvement and, you know, getting feedback from trusted people. But yes. like, if you know who you are in God, just go for it and yes. just love your life and don't put limits on yourself just because you're afraid you're going to be too much for people, you know? Yeah. Do you ever deal with comparison? Oh, of course. I'm yeah. a human. <laughs> what do you do practically? And that's um, going to probably be a podcast yeah, conversation that, you'll have with your thing. friends. But mm-hmm. give me a quick little one or two tips that you do. This, Yeah. So for comparison, I just have to recognize that, like, number one, God makes all types. And I don't have to be all types. <laughs> you just have to be I just have type. to be my type. Yeah. And also, I think the biggest thing I deal with... And this would, I would love to unpack in a whole podcast one day, but um, I compare where I'm at on my journey a lot to people because I think, oh, I'm 28. I should be doing this mm-hmm. because this is what, you know, everybody is doing. Um, so that's like the biggest type of comparison I deal with. And I just have to realize, no, I have a different story than they do. Yes. And I'm a, God has a different plan for me than for their life. And just because what yes. I'm doing doesn't line up with that other person's thing doesn't mean that I'm off. So that's the biggest type of comparison yeah. I deal but with. But you can still celebrate other mm-hmm. people when you go when you can see it rightly yeah. and that you have your own story, yeah. that God has a timeline for you that doesn't look like anybody else's. Mm-hmm. It allows you to be able to celebrate other people that are going through things even if you're not yeah. and you think you should. That's yes. If exactly. that makes sense. So what are some of your favorite things about yourself? What do you love most mm-hmm. about Jen Zetrauer. Okay. Um, I'm going to start off with Jennifer Marie. Jennifer Marie, which is what I was called when I was in trouble. I was <laughs> every child. Yeah, yeah. Middle name always. Yeah, Jennifer Marie. Oh no. What have I done? What have I done? <laughs> okay. I would say if we're talking about just like tangible yeah. things, Physical my favorite or thing. Abstract, doesn't yeah. Matter. I would say my first favorite thing about myself is my speaking voice. And that is also like a miracle to say because I used to hear recordings of myself talking or singing and I would literally cry and think, this is what I sound like. Like, this is the voice people hear. I hate that. I hate that. Like, what can I do to change it? And now, like, I, you know, when I'm songwriting or whatever, I'll record myself on my voice memos and listen back to it. And I'm like, oh, I wish I had, like, recorded this in a studio because my voice is so great. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, I just love the tone of my voice. Yeah. Um, And I I think, like, I used to worry, like, is my voice too high? Is my voice too low? 
I, I don't know. I think yeah. so like one of my tangible favorite things about me is my voice. It feels so weird to just openly be praising my voice right now. No, it's okay. I asked you. <laughs> yeah. I asked you what are your favorite things. Yeah. So I would say my voice and. Oh, but think about that. Okay. Wait a minute. Okay. 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 You just said <laughs> praising my voice, but you got to understand, yes, we're talking about your physical voice, but yeah. really your voice mm-hmm. is, is speaking what is inside of True. you and you are loving not only the sound of your voice, but the things that you say, yeah. like you just basically affirmed everything about who you are because your voice is what speaks. Yeah. Your voice is what creates worlds and changes cultures and prophesies (sighs) over your future. Like this is so good. Your voice is your favorite thing about you. Yes. Not just the sound, but what you have to say. I didn't even think about that. The things you write, the music you write, like this will be, this is your favorite thing about you. Wow. And you don't even know it because there's some things you haven't even said yet. Yeah. True. There are songs you haven't written yet, Yeah. but you already love them because they're inside of you and Mm -hmm. you love your voice. voice. Yeah. I love that so much. Rabbit trail. I just saw it completely different in the spirit when you said it. I'm so pumped. Yeah. (laughs) Something else you like about yourself? Um, I would say, I don't even know like fully how to describe this, but I would say like the, the whimsical young kind Mm -hmm. of spirit that I have like sparkly yeah sparkly somebody (laughs) when I was in college asked me what I was majoring in and somebody said oh don't you know she's majoring in sunshine and rainbows (laughs) (laughs) and I was like that is so accurate because I feel like my whole life is just like a like 1990s scrapbook (laughs) (laughs) with stickers and scratch and sniff scratch and sniff yeah uh, gel pens with glitter, Neon, <laughs> yes. fluorescent socks, jelly yes. shoes, jelly shoes, just oh, wow. Lisa Frank, just all like, I feel like that is my life. Mm-hmm. So I feel, and I, oh, wow. Okay. I think this could be good. I used to worry, um, that I was too cute because to me, <laughs> I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before. I don't so, think so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but, um, I was once in a power of focus kind of group um, and we had to talk about, you know, 10 years from now, what do you want to be said of you? What do you not want to be said of you? And I was like, I didn't even have to think about it. I was like, when I like, I think maybe I was 25 at, the point, at that time. I was like, when I'm 35 years old, I don't want people to be saying, oh, she's cute. <laughs> like I, I was like, I want people to understand that I walk in authority, that I'm oh. a powerful girl. Like just because I am spunky and I have a cute voice or whatever, doesn't mean that I'm cute. I don't want to be cute. And then, um, like just in the past couple of years, the Lord has actually showed me that my anointing kind of lies in my cuteness yes. because not everybody has the same personality that's yeah. bubbly and fun like me, I guess. And not that everybody has to have that, but I think it's one thing that makes me me. And yes. I, I hope I'm always cute. I think it's one of those just <laughs> endearing things about you that draws people to you, whether it's mm. children, yeah. whether it's uh, people in their twenties or, yeah. or just anybody in your friend group. It's just this one of those endearing things about you. Yeah. That people are drawn to you. So who do you, who are somebody that you look up to? Like if you Ooh. had to think of like a mentor or somebody you admire or wow. somebody that inspires you. Okay. That is such a good question. Cause I'm trying to filter through like 
Hmm. Instagram influencers, ministers. Who it could be anybody. And you could just list a couple. Okay. I mean, or you could list one. So there's this one kind of lifestyle blog that I have followed for years. And they're called A Beautiful Mess. And they yes. have the cutest posts. They, they do a blog and they do an Instagram. And um, basically it's just artful living, just fun, whimsical DIY kind of stuff. So as far as like aesthetic and artistic kind of influence, I've followed them for years and I really look up to them Mm -hmm. um, as they're influencing people. I'm trying to think of some other big influences I've had. Um, If we're talking about the spiritual side of life, um, one of my big influences has been Keith Green. Okay. Um, because during my time in the Ramp School of Ministry, we read his book yes. and just kind of like dived into his life. Mm-hmm. And um, for anybody who's not read it before, I would highly recommend. It's my favorite book of all time. It's called No Compromise. No Compromise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By Keith Green. By, or by, I guess it was written by his, his wife, wife, Melody. About him. Yeah. So about him. So um, it really, really, really shaped me um, in some of those formative years. And so um, even just looking back at a lot of my journals recently, I've noticed like how much I just referenced his music, how much I referenced his life and quotes from his book. And they just really shaped me a lot. So I would say he's one of my like all time biggest influences. Mm-hmm. So. What about musically? Ooh, this is really hard. Okay, I'm going to I mean, say music of all time. Music anybody. of all time. I'm just yeah. going to say a couple of like, first I'll start off with like worship leaders that have okay. really impacted me because I feel like they kind of um, have shaped, you know, how I use you know, my voice for worship. And then I'll say a couple of fun okay. Okay, like, okay, favorite okay. artists. But um, as far as worship goes, um, and some of my, like, again, I'll say formative years um, were people like Corey Asbury, Misty Edwards, oh, yeah. people in the International House of Prayer. Yes. Like they, I remember just clinging to those just random YouTube videos that some random person would upload from a prayer room set. I'd memorize every word, oh. just saturated myself. Cause that they kind do 24 hour prayer for people yes. that don't know. And they just, they live stream it yep. all 24 hours of every day. Yeah. They do worship. And so I was all over that music as like a 18 year old, like listening to it as much as possible. So I'd say he's been a big influence for both of them, uh, Corey Asbury and Misty Edwards. Mm-hmm. Um, Recently, I've listened to a lot of Sean Foyt. Okay. Um, love him. And he's like a joy bomb too. So. Yes, he is. Yeah. Um, gosh, there's so many. There's so many. I'd... Tell me some of the fun ones then. Okay. So some of the fun ones just from like growing up listening to music, I'd say ABBA is like a, <laughs> a huge one. I just have so much fun listening to anything that I would listen to with my dad. <laughs> No, do you want to know what's so funny is I actually, whenever Mamma Mia came out, which is all ABBA songs, I was Uh not that huge of a fan. Yeah. Um, But like, it's kind of like I listened to ABBA when I was a kid. And then in like the past maybe two or three years, it's become more like an obsession. Don't they do Dancing Queen too? Yeah, they do Dancing Queen. Queen. (laughs) Which is what's so funny. Um, Whenever AOL instant messaging came out when I was in like middle school. That was your handle. Yep. It was Dancing Queen (laughs) Jay-Z. 
<laughs> at AOL.com. Isn't that great? Dancing Queen yes. JC. So, and that song has actually been like the anthem of my girl group. Whenever anyone yes. gets married, like it's always played at the wedding and then we're all dancing around whoever the bride happens to be at that time. Yes. Dancing and singing. That's so fun. So. Hey, make sure on your podcast, I know you will, yeah. but you have to talk about friends and friend groups and like yeah. the importance of oh, that's so good. community and healthy, mm-hmm. healthy relationships yeah. uh, within friend groups. Cause that's another thing that you do really Thank well. You. And I think it overflows out of you into all the other areas of mm-hmm. your life when you have a healthy yeah. community and healthy connections with yeah. other people. So good. yay, yay, yay. Okay. Favorite color, uh, favorite color, pink. Pink, of course. Okay, well, I kind of lie to this my students when my students ask me what my favorite color is. I say blue. I don't know why. Why? Because you don't want to exclude the boys. Yeah, exactly. So it feels a little more neutral. It does. Um. So, but pink. Everything is your pink. Pink is your color. Pink everywhere. Everything. Yeah. (laughs) Favorite snack. Favorite snack. Oh, that's gosh. Okay. Currently, well. Um, currently I'm on the whole 30. <laughs> yes, you are. I, and so I can't eat rice cakes, but my favorite snack is rice cakes with, um, almond butter, almond butter or cashew butter. Ooh. Love rice cakes. And <laughs> let me think, um, growing up, my favorite snack was Cheez-Its with M&M's. Isn't At the same weird? time? Yeah. The sweet and the salty. Yeah. yeah. But now I, I, love I wouldn't like that combination now. Um, oh, how could I forget? I'm sorry. Please forgive me, popcorn. Popcorn <laughs> is my one and only love. I love popcorn, especially do you do when the extra butter. I actually pop it on the stovetop with oh. coconut oil and uh, Himalayan salt. So yes. it sounds bougie, but like once you make it all the time, it doesn't. It's like, it's like eh, it's yeah. Just, Oh, just popcorn. Yeah. But you can't eat popcorn on the Whole30, so I'm missing it. All right. So we're saying um, see you later, popcorn, Yeah, for a see you while. later, popcorn. But when it's over, <laughs> you know, I'm going to be eating popcorn. popcorn every day. I love it. <laughs> There's so much you can do with popcorn. There really is. You get there with, with your Cheez-Its and some yeah. pretzels and M&Ms and make you like a little trail mix. A little trail mix. Love yeah. it. Love it. Favorite type of clothing. You've been wearing a lot of dresses Ooh, lately. I have been wearing dresses. And a lot of times, I've always thought this growing up, people act like wearing dresses is so much work because I don't really know why but to me dresses are more comfortable yeah it's like breezy and fun so I'd say probably dresses are my favorite type of clothing and I feel like we've hit on this before in a podcast but lots of color lots of lots color. of color yeah um, one of my favorite places to just kind of get inspired by is a store called anthropology because yes. everything is whimsical it's very international yes yes and it's all like you know what what you would wear if you were being whisked away to go travel to Paris. Oh, and so, we, don't we all need to be we prepared need to be. for that? We need to be when this travel ban is lifted. Yes, everybody just wear your color yeah. like you're about to take a trip to Paris. Yes. And just who knows? Yeah, who knows? Maybe we can just give Maybe ourselves that bearded a... ranch hand. Yeah. Bearded <laughs> ranch hand. Isn't that a, what you want? A Parisian... <laughs> Like the word ranch hand. I don't know. I don't know if I agreed with that. <laughs> I think maybe we said lumberjack. A oh, lumberjack. I couldn't remember. I don't really even want a country guy, so. Oh, so he needs what? to be a manly with the beard. Yeah. Uh, but not country. Yeah. Not a farmer. But you're saying maybe he's in Paris. No, who was it that wanted, was it Emily then? Who maybe. Who the farmer? Maybe she was. You just like the beard. <laughs> 
can't remember. What if y'all I thought? No, not me. <laughs> okay. Scratch the last 20 seconds. I don't seconds. want a farmer. So, uh, what is that? What is that? Um, dating. We farmer mingle. Farmers. No, farmer no. mingle. There's like, I've never a heard dating of a website. farmer's mingle. <gasps> There's like a, it's like a dating <laughs> website. <laughs> with farmers don't do that one. Oh, it's called farmers only farmers only farmers or something only. like com. that yeah i want i feel like emily is gonna prank me and put and me on there <laughs> if she doesn't somebody listening please, to this will please don't but we don't mean farmer we no, just no, mean no. bearded a bearded um lumberjacky yeah that'll take you to paris yeah take me to paris yeah take my pictures while we're there i don't know <laughs> i've always you wanted an, an instagram, instagram husband <laughs> I mean, that's so great. Emily was kind of my Instagram husband for a little bit, but then she had to move away. So now I just have to like set my phone up on a tripod or something. Hey, and your best friend Emily is coming to town. Yes, she is. I can't wait to see her in person. Ah, We've missed her. Emily moved to Baton Rouge. I know. A while ago, but she's coming back to Hamilton to visit soon. For a visit. So that'll be good. All right. So who's the first person you call when something like super exciting happens? Yeah. So that's going to be. Probably Emily. Probably Emily. Because we already have like a good, uh, healthy phone call thing where we're talking every day. Yeah. Like there's not pressure to talk every day, but if we have any updates, like, hey, what you doing? Actually, it's FaceTime. Excuse me. Oh, yes. Everyone FaceTime now. Yeah. So I try to just, I I call people. That's just, I've been calling people since I was a child. But um, FaceTime, I forget that people prefer the face-to-face. Yes. And even my daughter, when she she FaceTimes just to ask me what I need from the grocery store. Instead yeah. of sending me a text, she wants to send a FaceTime. And yeah. I just have to just set the phone on my desk and maybe not even be in the shot. But that's yeah. just how she calls, mm-hmm. is always with FaceTime. Exactly. Who do you call when something um, not so happy happens? Oh, that's 100% my mom. Your mom. Yeah. I'm like she knows when I'm calling her, I'm either going to be over the top bubbly or crying my eyes out. And before I learned how to manage my emotions, I was an emotional wreck. So during my college years, I actually lived at home during college. I would, I would just call her and it was usually, um, just sobbing about some being overdramatic about something. Yeah. So she always knows like she's either going to get one happy side of me or me in breakdown mode. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm crying. Mom. I just <laughs> need your help. So honestly, mm-hmm. when was the last time you had to call your mom with crying. the sad, crying, sobby voice? Oh, wow. Has That's it been a while? such a good question. Let me try to think. Hmm. It's probably been at least like Actually, I feel like I called her during the quarantine one day and I was crying and just being like, I feel so guilty for not doing anything. <laughs> I was like, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing something. And so nothing bad had happened. No, Nobody but had hurt your feelings. No, it was I was just, just, yeah, I was just quarantined and didn't know what to do and just crying because I just felt like guilty for not, because I, I love doing stuff. So yeah. I felt guilty and she's like, Jen. Yeah. None of us can do anything except for the ins- essential workers. Just chill out. <laughs> and that's how she okay. talks to you and that helps yeah, you. Yeah, she does. She's yeah. always been very assertive. And um, she's shown me some tough love that I feel like has thickened my skin. And I don't think I would be such a confident person with grit and tenacity. Yeah. If she hadn't given me that tough love, I'd probably just be like a walking box of tissues all the time. Yeah. Because very dramatic and I'm very tender hearted. So. Yeah. 
Yay for yeah. moms. I know. The, shout out to Tanya. We've mentioned her so much today. <laughs> I'm going to have to make sure she listens. You will have to make sure she listens. Oh, she's going to be your number one fan. She for, is. No, she wants to hear the Jits Guide to Being a oh, Grown yeah, Up. Because half of it's her content. It's her telling you. Yep. And so really, you just need to go. Uh-huh. P.S. Thanks, Tanya. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Tanya. All of it. <laughs> so tell me about your podcast. What do you want people to walk away from every conversation? What is the goal? What do you want to have happen? I want for people to walk away from the podcast feeling um, inspired, like inspired to do whatever their thing is to do. So like, I love it when I see really confident people doing whatever their thing is, Mm -hmm. even if it's something I'm not good at. Like if I'm reading a really awesome novel, I'm like, wow, they wrote so well that now I want to go do the thing that I'm good at really well. Yes. So I want people to take away from the podcast, like being inspired to do whatever their thing is. I also want people to like, be able to like, <sighs> breathe in, breathe out. Life is not that hard. Like mm-hmm. it's not that deep and we can just all kind of laugh our ways through yeah. life. Like I think that's so And I want great. people to like be able to go to it like when things are rough, be able to turn on the podcast and just, you know, yeah, lighten their load. Yeah. So you hang out mostly on Instagram too, mm-hmm. right? Yes, I do. Okay. So everyone needs to go find you on Instagram. Yes. Now for the podcast, we're doing this mini series. We're mm-hmm. going to do every Wednesday in May. Okay. There will be four episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever in June, are you? And this might keep going. Do you know how often you might do it? Do you think it'll be a week? Yeah, I think it'll Every probably week? be a weekly. A weekly thing, but we don't know what yeah. day yet. Not, we don't know what day So yet, everyone but... is just going to have to follow you mm-hmm. to, keep up with to keep up with it when all of this is going to happen. Yeah. So, well, the first episode starts Wednesday Woo! and I <laughs> am so excited. This is going to be like the middle of the week. It's going to just be the thing that I'm going to look forward to, to kind of get me through the week. And maybe I can learn something about <laughs> how to be a grown-up. How to be a grown-up. We'll, we'll all be learning. as We'll we're... <laughs> all learn together. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Well, now you know the first surprise for the month of May 2020. And the first episode of Jen's miniseries starts this Wednesday. That's right, in two days. So go give Jen a follow on Instagram under the name Jennifer.Zetrauer. And if you can't spell her last name, I put a link to her Instagram in the show notes for today. Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up goes live every Wednesday in the month of May. Don't forget a breath of fresh holly on Fridays with my friend Holly Robertson. And guys, surprise number two for the month of May happens next Monday on episode 56. Of course, you've probably guessed it's about coffee, but that's not the surprise. So plan to join us again next week as we sit around the table, have a cup of coffee, and talk about what's next, God?